0: Hello and welcome to China Shortcuts, the
1: European Chamber's weekly catch-up on China's business landscape. China's exports unexpectedly dropped sharply year-on-year, year, while the contraction of imports continued at a softer pace in May. Data
0: released by China's General Administration of Customs on the 7th of June showed that total value of China's exports in US dollar terms fell 7.5% in May compared to a year ago. This was contrary to analysts' forecasts that predicted a deceleration of growth following two months of continued expansion. The total value of imports shrank 4.5% in May. While this was milder than the decline recorded in April, notably imports have been contracting for the seventh month in a row. China's foreign trade deficit dropped to the lowest level in over a year, amounting to 65.8 billion U.S. dollars.
1: On 2nd June, Tianjin's municipal government held an event to promote European-Chinese business cooperation.
0: According to the organizers, the China European Business Forum was meant to provide a platform for exchange between European and Chinese entrepreneurs and strengthen communication between European businesses and the municipal government.
1: Sharing his insights about the event is Christoph Schremp, chair of the European Chamber's Tianjin chapter.
2: On June 2nd, together with the national vice president and chairman of the south chapter Klaus Zenkel, I attended the China European Business Forum in Tianjin. The officials from the Tianjin municipality highlighted the various benefits of settling down as a foreign invested company in Tianjin and the preferential policies in place. They also reported 5 billion RMB foreign investment in Tianjin and a GDP growth that for the first quarter in 2023 was 5.5%. Vice President Senkel highlighted that after Covid-19 and under the given geopolitical circumstances that European trust in China must be regained as a basis for further foreign investment. I was referring to the second Tianjin local position paper and highlighted the enhancement of the cooperation between universities and the European companies in the field of R&D and a further support to attract and retain talents.
1: After China's official statistics indicated a contraction in manufacturing activity in May, the Caixin Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index, or PMI, showed a different picture.
0: Released on the 1st of June, the Caixin data signaled that manufacturing activity expanded for the first time in three months in May, and at a pace that exceeded market expectations. The discrepancy in the results might be due to the different sample sizes and scope of the surveys that the data is derived from. China's National Bureau of Statistics surveys over 4,000, mostly larger, companies to calculate the official PMI, while the Caixin PMI is based on data from a panel of about 650 private and state-owned manufacturers. The Caixin dataset indicated an uptick in demand, which led to a strong rise in production. Despite the better-than-expected performance, however, business confidence about the year ahead slipped to a seven-month low. This was reflected in manufacturing companies' hiring activity as well, with staffing levels falling at the fastest pace in over three years in May. The Tyson Services PMI, released separately on the 5th of June, signaled an increasingly strong recovery in services activity in May. Survey respondents indicated a sharp rise in demand and improved business confidence about the 12-month
1: outlook. According to a report launched by the Rhodium Group on 1st June, the financial distress of China's top cities is the prime reason that there has been no meaningful fiscal support for the country's recovery this year. The Rhodium Group
0: found that in 2022, of the top 20 cities, 19 were facing worse conditions than in the year prior. Their interest coverage ratio, which is used to determine how easily they can pay interest on their outstanding debt, had decreased sharply. This happened mainly as a result of official fiscal revenues taking a hit from tax exemption measures last year. Although interest rates have declined, total interest expenses still increased in 2022 along with the rise in overall debt levels. The Rhodium Group predicts that over the next two years, local government debt restructuring and Beijing's approach to the role of local government investment within China's economy will be key factors impacting the country's economic growth.
1: China declared victory over COVID-19 on 16 February this year and indicated its borders would reopen to the world And in early May, the World Health Organization announced that the COVID-19 pandemic would no longer be considered a public health emergency of international concern.
0: However, since the reopening of the country, a second wave of COVID-19 infections has recently hit China. This wave is expected to peak in June, with estimates that 65 million people a week will be infected by the end of the month.
1: Join our event on 13th June to find out about the latest status and trends of COVID-19 in China. Experts will answer questions about vaccinations and medicines and give advice on related HR practices. Thanks for listening. Tune in again next week. In the meantime, please find useful links in the episode notes.